We're going to chat now with Angel Benedict, who is the executive director of 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous. Angel, good to see you. It's so great to be back in the depot. I can't tell you how much fun it is. We're so excited to have you here. It's just great. I mean, I, I love this place. It's it's a magical place, isn't it? There's something about it. I mean, it's it's business. It's all business, and it's run very well, but everybody just has so much positivity. Well, and there's obviously a side to what we do that, you know, there's a need. There's a family that sure. is struggling, and we know that. We're very aware of the serious side of what we're helping with. But when you come into Santa's Depot, we it's, uh, it is, it's a lot of cheer. There's Christmas carols. There's lots of fun sometimes ugly Christmas sweaters. <laughs> um, and there is a bit of a buzz in here during the season, but they, this is the small part that we can do to make uh, a family a little bit happier, bring a little joy to them over the Christmas holidays. How great is it for you to be back here seeing this happen the way that it's happened so many years? I mean, you're full speed ahead now, right? It's Everything's back to normal? We're full speed ahead. Well, you know what? We did keep some of the things that we learned. Okay. So right during COVID, we had to change things up. We had to switch up our delivery days yep. to the drive-through process. That's the most visible change we did. Um, the gifting room that we're sitting in today, this is organized very differently. It was organized for physical spacing. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's really efficient uh, <laughs> and a really slick process. So like our well-oiled machine got a little oomph yeah. during COVID. And you know, these are things that our volunteers said to us, let's keep these changes. If it works. Yeah, this is great. Let's keep this change. So we We've kept some of those changes and now we're just trying to layer back in the fun, the festivities, and at the end of the day, making sure that we get all those packages ready. Delivery day a week from this Saturday, right? Are you still looking? I mean, it, people, you know, will just have dozens, hundreds of people show up, but the need is always there. You need the help, right? We do. We can't do this alone. Uh, we really, we've never been able to. We've always done this with the support of our community. And a big piece is, you know, the toy donations, yep. the the monetary donations. Like today, we're going to raise a lot of money here. And a big part of that is going to be a cash injection that's going to push us over that finish line when we're serving so many kids. And then there's the volunteers. 14,000 yeah. hours that in four weeks. So we're humming from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m., Monday to Friday, <laughs> 9 a.m. till 2 p.m., Saturdays and Sundays. Um, and, you know, when we saw this increase, we had some volunteers say, are we doing midnights? I said, <laughs> hopefully not, but maybe. So, you know, they're, they're a dedicated group. But we were talking, Angel, and the great thing is, like, if, if you had said, yeah, we're going to have to do some midnights, they would have said, okay. And they would have been fine. And you yeah. know what? I, I've been down here doing all kinds of different roles. I've never had a bad day here. It doesn't matter what you ask us to do. It's always fun. There's no bad days here. It's a lot of fun here and just the energy, like you talked about. And for me, for us, we're 365. We're yeah, here yeah. year round. Uh, our season really starts, our busy season starts in September, even August. And so by the time we get to November, sometimes as a team, we're starting to feel a bit fatigued. And sure. then the volunteers come in and we just draw from their energy <laughs> and we're ready to go. And that's how we get it done. Yeah. And, and it's amazing the work you get every year. It just blows my mind. Um, now, Cameron Corporation has made a very generous donation in this hour, and they're asking everybody to help match their donation and, and get involved with what they're doing. Um, it's all about the inclusivity program. Tell us what that is. So this is something that we used to do in a very anecdotal way. So if we heard through in the intake process that a child might have some sort of special need, uh, we would you know, really work our hardest to be able to meet that need. So it might be a child who's sight impaired and we give them a really bright and noisy or textile okay. uh, toy. Or if a child is on the spectrum and therefore something that's really loud might be very triggering for them. And now we're not bringing joy to that child that morning. We're, we might be, that might be a really triggering and negative experience. Yeah. So what we'll do is that we'll build a subdued gift package. So this year we actually transitioned our client database and we wanted to showcase that as an option for parents to identify if their child does have some special needs and we're we, you know we are learning we're still in the learning yeah, curve of this yeah. we're working with uh you know a group in edmonton to help us understand how we can better serve a family whose child might have some special needs but to us 
even when we talk about these crazy numbers, over 19,000 kids this year, yeah. it's really important to us that we make sure that we are meeting the kids where they're at. And this is something that we can do. And we want to just keep making it better. What What's the uptake been like? Has there been a lot of families going, wow, this is, this is awesome. This is exactly what I'm looking for. Absolutely. Well, because, you know, it gives them an opportunity. So this is a family that can't buy a gift for their children. Yeah. And so they're coming to us for help. And then, you know, there's a special need and, you know, I don't want them opening that package, you know, kind of cringing and going, oh gosh, I hope right. it's yeah, something exactly. that's not going to be, you know, overstimulating for my child. We want it to be a positive experience. And so we hear from them that this does make a difference. And then from our perspective this year, being able to open it up to everyone, uh, they're tough reads. You know, I going through them I, I actually go through the process it's quite a manual process reading and you see a, you know there's a little girl who is sight impaired because of the war in Syria oh so you're sitting there and you're like wow that's that's heavy that's heavy stuff but now if we can now build a gift package that's going to be meaningful to her that she can play with that's going to work with her needs we've done our job and that's, that's well worth our time it really is I mean I've, I've told you this before like I couldn't think, I mean, the fact that you're angel, I mean, it, it, <laughs> I don't know anybody better for this program, but um, that, that's, that's, it, it just feels so good. Um, the need though, you were, you mentioned the need. Uh, it's just, it's shot up big time this year, hasn't it? It has. And we expected it. We, you know, we work with a lot of uh, partner agencies that do year round work and, you know, we make sure that we touch base with them in the summer and say, Hey, what are you seeing in the community? And we knew that they were seeing a doubling of their numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, you have a couple of years of uncertainty, then you throw in, uh, you know, really high inflation rates and families are feeling the pinch uh, with their daily bills. And, you know, for us, we can take care of the toy portion. And so we really shifted gears as an organization and really started to prepare for this in September when we could order the little things, the extra zip ties, the extra bar ties that close up the family bags, the two from Santa tags, uh, make sure that we have everything on site because one of the commitments that we made as an organization, our board, our shareholders was we're not saying no, we're going to figure it out. We're going to make it work. Um, but then you see the numbers coming yeah. a little nervous, You're, you know, because we do need the community to also kind of help show up with us with those toys, with those monetary donations so that we can make sure that we're filling them with these really great gift packages. You're calling them packages and I don't. I don't. I, I. It was an eye opener to me when I came down to sort and to put these packages together because we all throw a gift in. We buy something at the store and make a donation of a toy. That's not what it is. Tell us about these packages and everything that goes into them because it's a lot. It is a gift package and it's built. It's curated with a lot of intention. So yeah. we have those two it's toys. Deliberate. It is. It's very deliberate. Um, we have two toys in there. We want something that the kid can open up and play with right away on their own. Yeah. We don't know if they have, you know, a friend they're going to play with that weekend or a sibling in the household or a parent or adult helper with them. So we want something they can play with on their own. Then we give them a second gift that they might, it might be a board game, uh, might be, you know, football, things like that. Um, then we include our book. Yes. And so the book used to be something that we gave a book if we had a book. Now we've created that to be part of our core programming. Every child receives a book in their gift package because we know it's so important that kids have books in their homes to be able to go to school and be on this, you know, a yeah. similar level to their peers. And then the, the stuffed animals. The stuffed I know animal, the oil yes. kings are here today, which is fantastic. <laughs> and those stuffed animals, like, and again, they're a lot of fun. We picture our kids, you know, cuddling them at night. Um, this is great for children to have in their home. And so we want to have that robust package for them. And, you know, the hope is something in that package sparks a lot of joy for them. Um, and, and just uh, before I let you go, a lot of people might be wondering, you know, well, I, I made a donation. I, I put a toy in the bin when I was out shopping. And that's great. That's, we love that. But 
the the monetary donation is so important, right? Because I mean, there are areas that get overlooked that you can now meet with this money. You're right. And so those, those funds I take and I use them to fill those gaps. And typically we see those in the infants yeah. in particular, where we've seen a full tripling this year. That's crazy. So we've had to do a lot of shopping for the infants as well as the older age group, the nine to 12 year olds. And the cool thing about that is that I go out with some, some purchasing power when you're buying a lot of toys at once and we've got great relationships with wholesalers. I might buy a $40 item for $15. Wow. So when you give me $20, I might be able to buy between $40 and $60 worth of toys. So that's pretty cool. So I think, but we also need the toys at the bins. So, you know, really at the end of the day, when somebody brings a gift to us, it's a win. Yes. It, you know, we're always so excited to see it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it all counts. It we're, really we're, does. we're not going to say no to anything. Uh, I get, is there one area that you are looking at, you know, in these final days that you have? Boy, we're a little short there. The two areas that we're quite short on, we're actually down to our final bins, are infants and the 11, 12-year-olds. So okay. what we have in this room is what we have. Um, so as they're sorting toys, they're coming straight into the bins. They're not stopping, sitting anywhere for any length of time. Um, and that's just because of that that really strong increase that we saw, particularly with the infants. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, 11, 12 years old. I'm surprised by that one, hey? Yeah, I I know. I You know what? I think it's a really fun age. Yeah. Um, but we do. We ask people like that new toy with that doesn't require anything with it because everything we give out is also completely ready to play gotta with. be ready to go and so 11 12 year olds when you're not you know gaming consoles or phones <laughs> or laptops it can be a little bit tricky but yeah. i always remind people lego is an amazing gift can't miss right can't miss with lego angel thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for this work it's always a delight and uh i'm, I'm so glad to be here thanks so much for uh, spending some time with us thanks for having me you bet that's angel benedict we might chat again later because you're, you're just a wealth of information <laughs> uh angel benedict the executive director of 630 ched santa's anonymous Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.